0: Do we need to be more open minded? Maybe a little. Maybe all. <laughs> Maybe
1: a little bit. Trying to bet, yeah? <laughs>
0: hello hello happy wednesday happy wednesday today we are drinking sun cruiser summer ale I thought it was perfect for this rainy day that we're recording on but <laughs> she has a cute can it says it's juicy and refreshing with radiant citrus notes and also another chicago brewing company only brewed in chicago we're here for it we Revolution love to shop brewing. local <laughs> we do okay cheers cheers Oh wow. That is a little citrusy. A little bit. It's a 5.3% beer so.
1: I feel like that's a little hoppier than what we normally drink but I actually like it. This it's is like very almost, summery. Yeah it's almost IPA low key. It is. But I like it. Right. Same. I'm here for it. I've been trying. I was on an IPA journey at one point in college because I really wanted to like them because there's so many more fun options. Yeah. But the hoppiness usually turns me off but I don't hate this at all. No, me either. All right cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to summer crusher. Well, welcome back to another episode, guys. Good to be here. Great to be here. Um, I want to catch Mike up on my weekend, and you guys too, of course, just to start off. So I went to a wedding, and I hadn't been to a wedding in probably a couple years. Yeah. This is one of my favorite ones that I've ever been to because it was outdoor, and it was just gorgeous. We were in upstate Washington. The scenery was insane. It was just, like, so nature It was, like, a four-hour drive from SeaTac which was so scenic. You're basically along like a river or a lake the whole time. And it felt like such a nice city break. Mm. Got attacked by bugs. Oh my gosh. Bugs like (laughs) galore? Galore. The ick ick of the weekend? (laughs) But it was worth it because it was so nice. Yeah. The day of the wedding, I like literally sat out on the like balcony porch thing, read my book, ate a sandwich, Mm. had some
0: Diet Coke, isn't it nice when you're in the nature like that and you hear sounds and you're like, "What is that? Yes. What's that
1: creature?" I, I could hear? literally hear like the water running from the creek, mm-hmm. and it was just so peaceful. Mm, I Such loved a nice that for break. You. I was my best friend's plus one. Oh, that was so fun. We got to spend some time together. Fine. ride was gorgeous. Everything was gorgeous. They had my favorite sauvignon blanc at the bar. Can we see? <laughs> not a single complaint from the weekend. Absolutely not. Which is nice because since we're talking all the love, it's perfect for our topic for this week. Monogamy or not?
0: <laughs> or not. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so you guys, we've been into our studying and research on <laughs> our topics. So, we are going to start with a great definition of course of monogamy, just in case you don't know. It is the practice or state of being married to one person at a time. And then I also honestly looked up the definition of polyamorous just so we have both ends. Mm-hmm. So that is being involved in the practice of engaging in multiple
1: romantic and typically sexual relationships with the consent of all the people involved. Okay, so I did the same. I wanted to know like what the definitions of that are, right. So po- like polyamory versus polygamy. Polygamy is the same thing, but married. Married. So like monogamy and polygamy. Mm-hmm. Marriage. Right. Good to know. Hmm. That is good to know. Where then you're like monogamous or polyamorous, that's just dating.
0: Just dating around. Mm-hmm. Just seeing the waters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fun. So some studies, some stats, and we can talk about our opinions on them. So there is one that was an article from this year and they asked a thousand people and it said that they found out that most men under 45 years old say their ideal relationship is not completely monogamous.
1: That doesn't surprise me. at all.
0: (laughs) At all. Which I think it was ended up like the stat was like it was like 550 male, which is like that's a lot of Mm -hmm. people.
1: I don't think that it is surprising. (laughs) Because all these stats come from just like mass polling of people, right? Exactly. Okay. And Interesting.
0: I don't know I think that it's just becoming more popular for people to find their needs elsewhere if that your partner isn't necessarily giving them to you to find someone that will mm-hmm. but also I think that there's also the two sides of like if you're doing it with your the consent of your partner or mm-hmm.
1: not yeah there's a fine line we're gonna get into it we're gonna get all the boundaries and all of that so is this study was that 45% of men or adults uh 45 years old oh 45 years old yeah interesting just the most
0: men but then there was numbers within i think it was 550 Mm -hmm. out of the thousand
1: yeah that's really really interesting Mm -hmm. we're men i wonder if like if we were to deep dive into like all these numbers or just like poll people if it's more men than women yeah
0: it was on this yes it is more men than women women prefer Monogamy. monogamy Yes, that also
1: makes me wonder if there's just if it's because like of like insecurity or jealousy or just like is it, do men statistically cheat more? Right. I don't know that for sure, but I feel like yes. But do men cheat more because that
0: they have mental issues and problems that they don't take care of? <laughs> I p- probably. I could spiral forever with you should that probably question. They
1: should probably go to therapy. Probably. Well, you know, they say because men act more, what is it like, not biologically, but you know, like your, like your, I don't want to say like animal instinct, but the word is not coming to me, but like kind of, yeah. you know, like your human biological instinct is to, like, mate. Mm -hmm. I feel like men act more impulsively on that than women. Mm. Because I think, arguably, women probably have a higher sex drive, but we also can keep it in our pants a little bit more. Exactly. Or
0: when women say that it's, like, hard for them to sleep around without getting attached to men. Like, I feel like you don't hear a lot of men saying that.
1: You want to know why? Tell me. Okay, actually, don't fully quote me on this because I'm just, like, pulling from something that I heard. But this was research, but I don't know the exact terminology. But it's because women produce a certain hormone, like when you're having sex, like a little chemically in your brain that like, like makes you form certain attachments Then men don't. So like women are chemically getting
0: attached and men aren't. So that also means that women just are more superior as well.
1: Well, we do that. (laughs) <laughs> but it's not like it's like chemical dump in your brain you have sex and now you're like fully gonna marry this person no it's just it's just a little bit just a wee bit mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's why if you repeatedly like you can't have say you have a friends with benefit situation for a, a year mm-hmm. it's more likely that the women will develop feelings or even if they're not like genuine romantic feelings or just feelings of a little bit more attachment than the man because of a literal chemical like a hormone that is sad kind I know. of though <laughs> We're more superior because we can feel and we get attached to weird things, whatever, but
0: that's sad that that happens. I know. Let us be dogs. No, I'm just kidding. The world would not go around. No. We're all the same. No, no we need that balance. <laughs> Truly. Next, one in five adults say they have engaged in sexual activities with someone else without the consent of their partner. So that kind of goes back to kind of what I was saying, but with the consent or with not the consent. In my sex class in college you guys this wasn't that i think everyone i thought this forever everyone should have to take a sex class it was the most eye-opening thing ever i was convinced after after that i could have a monogamish relationship and have an open relationship now micah no i could never but i did think that after this class i was really convinced
1: monogamish she monogamish
0: says. <laughs> because there's this video we watch i don't know if it was a ted talk or something i truly looked for it today i could not fucking find it i'll have to dig deeper but it was about this guy who was in a relationship and honestly i think he was married and he was getting everything he needed from his partner besides the sexual aspect and so he they had this agreement to have like an open relationship but just sexual things and so they would go out meet people and that was like their boundaries, like don't tell me like why you didn't come home the night before or something like they had like boundaries in certain ways and they said that they like were getting the love they needed elsewhere that they could literally just go have sex without getting attached to other people
1: i think that's fair yeah. it makes sense it makes sense that's actually so the um that term was coined by dan savage and that's where it came from he had that experience in his marriage shut up mm-hmm. you found him uh, well, that the internet told me that that was his name, so I bet you it was, that video was on him. So now we can find it. Maybe we can link it. Yeah, seriously, I'm not to link Dan Savage. <laughs> but yeah, he literally coined that phrase because it's literally just sex elsewhere. That does sound familiar. Now you're saying it, Dan Savage. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So interesting. Wow. What do you think about it? I think that it makes sense. I don't know if I could do it. Maybe we'll like dive into like the reasons why after, but. I don't, I think that it makes sense because human nature, like, like I said, it's to have sex, right? Like people are attracted. It's a very normal human thing to like want to have sex. And right. and if you're in a relationship where that's the only thing that you're not connecting on, maybe like your sex drive is higher than theirs or your interests differ from theirs or whatever it may be in the bedroom. If you can get that elsewhere consensually and that actually aids in your romantic and relationship and the friendship aspect of your relationship and all that then why not then why not as long as it's consensual like, consensual is the key word here don't just be stepping out to get one off because your partner isn't sleeping with you like this needs to be discussed agreed upon lots of boundaries communication <laughs> right yeah but i don't hate it i don't hate the idea of it
0: Mhm. i just feel like i think that's just incredible is the word i'm gonna use that people could do that for years and years and years and just like be so calm in their mind about
1: it, and be stable, and just be like, that's okay that they're doing that. Do you think that relationships can start that way, or that's something that you kind of evolve into? I think both.
0: I Mm -hmm. think that there are people that are right away, like, they know what they want in their sexual life, and that they look for other people with those same values, but I think there's also probably couples that they get bored, and that they're like, maybe we should start having sex with other people, but I still want you in my life,
1: and Mm -hmm. I still love you, but... Some of the things that I read is people stumble upon becoming monogamish because they've, they had a threesome with their partner and somebody else. And they were like, oh, we liked that. Mm -hmm. And that was okay. There wasn't any crazy jealousy. And then forms the conversation of like, that was kind of the spice that we needed to like reignite something between us. Mm -hmm. Do you think that in monogamous relationships, they're still having sex with their partner and other people? Or is it generally like, you're romantically involved with your partner but you're sexually involved with everybody except your partner. I could see the partner with your the sex with your partner being very minimal. Mm-hmm. Personally, you know some people just really don't have a sex drive or yeah. like it's just not like very important to them. Mhm. Everything else is great but there you just aren't compatible on that level. Yeah. I don't see why not. Right. It's a very forward way of thinking. <laughs> but I like it. It is. No, I completely agree. Um It's so interesting. Okay, yeah. so and correct me because I, with my understanding of this, so it was my interpretation that monogamish is the only one where, like, your relationship is primary and then the sex is elsewhere, but then, like, um, polyamory and, like, ethical non-monogamy and, like, open relationships, that's when you, like, have multiple physical and romantic connections with multiple people right that is how I've always understood it okay that's correct so what do you think about that where you're having multiple romantic relationships See, at once that that blows my mind
0: like I don't understand how you could just be like oh Paul I love you and then Tim I love you as well and Jim Paul my Tim loved. and Jim like giving them all the same amount of love or do you like think that there's different relationships among them all
1: I think there's different relationships among them all you're getting something different from each person Mm -hmm. but still love them all do you think that it's still like a different type of love well let me ask you this think of your favorite ex-boyfriend right one that you don't have animosity towards (laughs) is there any (laughs) sure like you know just one that like didn't like send you to therapy yeah okay so the way you loved that person or like view your relationship is it comparative to like either your current relationship or another past one like relationships are very different. You probably love them differently. You got different things from each of them, which is why you're not with this person or that person anymore. Mm -hmm. Same thing, maybe just simultaneous. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That is so wild to think about. I know.
1: It's like, what if they
0: all have different hobbies and stuff? And like, you like each hobby about them all? Like, oh, I'm going to go play tennis with Jim and
1: then basketball with Tim. And then he'd be busy. (laughs) (laughs) He would be then pickleball with See that one, that, That wouldn't work for me like polyamory or like open relationship where you're dating multiple people that wouldn't work for me that's just too I also just feel like my level of jealousy would come a lot come to play a lot more with actual like relationship versus just sex Mm -hmm. so I think I would I'm way more likely to be monogamish than open I agree with that wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. I think hmm,
0: I don't know I feel like I, I really want to meet someone that's an open relationship. Have you ever seen those people on Hinge? I've seen like maybe once or why, man, one or two when I was on the apps of a couple and they were looking for a third person. Mm-hmm. I just think, I
1: mean, how do you even find someone if you wanted to? I think like that or it depends because if you there because there then there's also the other like I think that's where like maybe open relationship and polyamory are a little bit different or maybe not. Because what is it when you're like a throuple? A throuple. Right? So like a couple is dating another person and a person is dating a couple versus the girlfriend is dating somebody else. The boyfriend is dating somebody else. Like your girlfriend and boyfriend, you have a girlfriend and boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you're all dating each other. That's different. I feel like a throuple is asking for trouble. It's so It's just kind of crazy. There Mm -hmm. actually is. I did read about this one couple where the husband has a girlfriend. And the wife doesn't date outside of their marriage. But she's not bothered by the fact that he has a girlfriend. And she knows the girlfriend. She knows the girlfriend. Doesn't care what he does with the girlfriend? The girlfriend calls their, their baby calls the girlfriend aunt.
0: (gasps) Wow. (laughs) She just thinks it's auntie around. Right?
1: And that's that, that ideology is so wild because it, I just could not wrap my head around it. Like for me personally, but the fact that it is successfully working for other people. Yeah. Crazy. Do we need to be more open-minded?
0: Maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But, okay, this also... I feel like this also kind, t- kind of ties in with our second-ish topic of intimacy and the different levels of it. And so, we made our little list of what our non-sexual intimacies are, mm-hmm. or what we enjoy. But then when I was looking stuff up, I found that there's four types of intimacy. Oh. And I thought that was interesting. So, we
1: could see how our list compared to what the four types are. Well, so maybe people get those different types of intimacy from different people and then you're just okay with that yes so
0: interesting mind blown okay what are the four types so physical Mm -hmm. emotional spiritual and intellectual not that this is anything crazy but i never really thought about them as separate as separate things Mm -hmm. and that you definitely need them all or certain types to for your relationships to work i think that they also kind of like that that's like i think of friends too though kind of it's Mm -hmm. like Friendships can also be intimate in a way.
1: And they should be. Yeah. What makes them fulfilling. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like having good talks. Yeah. Interesting. What do you think? So can if you just think about those, can you pinpoint certain things of each one that you like or that suit you? Definitely. And I feel like it's like even when I was making my list, it's like obviously just like
0: having like once again you guys I say it in a lot of episodes but deep talks it's like mm-hmm. that is like seriously forever like one of my love forms my intimacy like I just love getting to know people in like that deeper form and like digging and knowing that people are real people and just have more to them than what could ever meet the eye so, so you think you prioritize I think intellectual I guess yeah intellectual slash also spiritual mm-hmm. and I wrote down the little things that they said but Not that you're like reinventing the wheel, but spiritual, it says feeling close, validated and safe, sharing your innermost ideas and beliefs on life purpose and connecting energies. So I'm like, I feel like even just we all like and need that, you know, it's like who you find, who you connect with on those levels. Mm -hmm. And then intellectual is sharing your ideas, opinions and life perspectives. And also intellectually challenging each other. I like that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like those
1: are two that I was just like, I feel like I really, I get it. I'm like, I like those. Those are important to me. Well, there's people that say, like, one of the things that's important to them in a partner is someone that motivates them and, like, challenges them either at work, in life, whatever. So that's, like, something that they probably prioritize. For sure. So now that you read it like that, it does make sense to me that people would find the these things in different people. Right. Do you think that, I don't know how, like people come around to this idea, right? Like you may mm-hmm. not always have been this way. You may could have been married for 15 years and then now you, you have an open marriage yeah. because you realize that the things that that person may be like lacking sounds like a rude term, but you know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's okay that they are because they have 80% of things to offer, but like somebody else can offer you the other 20 and like maybe that's okay. Right. Imagine being able to pinpoint that
0: though. Because I think that there's so many people that just, and I think that's why half the world gets divorces because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we just aren't working anymore or whatever. But it's like, what isn't working? It's like, is it your physical life? Is it your intellectual? Are you like not meeting each other's intellectual needs anymore? Mm -hmm. I
1: think that's where the level of communication comes in, like really into play with these types of things. If you did want to experiment with like open relationships or ethical non-monogamy is like boundaries, Mm -hmm. communication, the lines that you can and cannot cross I feel like if you can if you can actually sit down, have a discussion, maybe even go to, like, couples therapy and, like, talk it out, mm-hmm. then I don't see why it couldn't work as long as all parties are in agreement. Right. Like, there can't be a gray area. Yeah, There's no gray area. At, like, gray you have area. to talk about everything. And then even as other things come up, like, you don't just make a decision like this. It's like, oh, wait, what about this? Or, hey, this just happened. How would you want me to handle it? But I also think you have to tell the other person, like say you're in an open relationship, you and your boyfriend, and then you go out to the bar and you hook up with someone. I think that you owe it to that random person to be like, oh, I have a boyfriend, but we're open.
0: Yeah. Because they
1: should be able to have like consent to now being part of your open relationship. Right. Because you're not technically cheating in your eyes, but maybe in his eyes because he like uh -uh. vows monogamy, you know? Right. Yeah. Everyone must consent. But you know what's interesting?
0: (laughs) I feel like, why do I feel like we've, I've had someone in my life that told me they hooked up with someone and they did tell them that, and they were like, what if they're just saying that as a cover? Like
1: <laughs> There's always that. Like, why do we oh. have to think like that? Like,
0: why do we all have to think like that?
1: Although I do feel like people use that as a cover after the fact. Yeah. You know, like if I hook up with someone, they're like, I found out they have a girlfriend, like, oh no, but we're open. Mm-hmm. If they tell me that ahead of time, I feel like that's probably a little more true. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? I don't know. That's tough. It's up to you to make that decision absolutely. in the moment if that
0: happens. Um, okay, wait. What are your types? What did you write down for that?
1: For what? Your intimacy.
0: Oh, your non-sexual. I just,
1: so I just have like my non-sexual forms, which I just feel like um, my top one that I always think of is like pillow talk. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love. Love that. Like mm-hmm. you just lay down in bed after a long day and you just like chit chat. You're like face to face where like you're like maybe your legs are touching, you're holding hands, but like you're mm-hmm. just connecting like that. Yeah. Um, or, like, the hand hold where, like, they rub your their thumb on the top of your hand. Yes. You know? It's the little things. The mm-hmm. little things. Yeah. I feel like a lot of mine are actually, like, still physical but not sexual. Mm-hmm. Or, like, this is rich because I don't do this, but, like, cooking together –
0: I wrote that. See, so you do it all the time, though. <laughs> I do. Well, it's like sharing food that you love with each other. You know what I mean? If it's like, oh, we love pizza. Let's have pizza night or sushi yeah. or whatever. But then also cooking together. Like, this morning, you literally Facetime. I was like, we're making breakfast. <laughs> Gotta go. It's <laughs> like, you later. like time. Yeah. Yeah, I just love that. Seriously. But also, I wrote, like, um, sharing experiences, like, traveling, or even if it's, like, an experience of meeting each other's family. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that stuff, like, that is intimate to me. It's like, mm-hmm. those are people important to me. I love traveling. It's like doing that with someone that you care about. It's like that's an intimate form.
1: I love driving together.
0: together this summer, you know? It's like even yeah. you
1: with your friends. It's like that's... You can't travel with everyone. <laughs> no, right. That's a big test. Right. Yeah, but like driving in the car together, I love when someone like reaches... Someone who's driving reaches over and puts their hand on my thigh when I'm wow. in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Or you know, like a, a call and roll of the day, like just wanted to say hi or, you know, see how your day was, or this made me think of you. Mm-hmm. I love when people leave me a voicemail. Oh. If I miss their call. I'm like, hey, I was just calling to say hi. She's a voicemail girl. I love a voicemail. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never gotten your voicemail. I need to get your voicemail.
0: <laughs> I feel like I just always answer. <laughs> <laughs> you call. Have you seen that they're saying that there will be FaceTime voicemails? See that we iOS? could do. Of that I'll be, way doing? In there. You
1: better be getting your pump on, go. <laughs> that is really funny oh I also have like reading together or doing active separate activities but in the same room Mm -hmm. like I love when I'm just like sitting on the couch reading my book and my partner is like maybe at the desk doing some work or you know whatever watching tv while I'm reading playing a video game whatever it may be like we're doing our own thing but we're just still enjoying each other's company Yes, love that
0: that is okay that is something I feel like I've never thought of but it is just like an endearing thing that you could just be each other's space and respect what each other's doing and not necessarily be like all at mm-hmm. each other's
1: grill yeah it's like you don't need to be communicating or be touching each other or even like experiencing the same thing you just so so much want to still be in the same presence of as that person yeah even though you want to be having somewhat like alone time yeah absolutely I'm here for that yeah that I think that actually is one of my favorites mm-hmm Okay, I feel
0: like I have not even done this in my current relationship, but I like also working out together. I've said this to you before. Mm -hmm. I feel like that can also just be an intimate thing. It's like you're just working on yourselves, getting better.
1: Yeah, I do like that. Or having another one, I read this, but I feel like I really do like it, is separation slash reunion routine. So, like, maybe for you, you're in a long-distance relationship. So, like, something that you do the day that he gets back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, whether that be a date night or a movie night at home, you order in so that you guys can just be cuddly, mm-hmm. like whatever it may be. You just have a routine. Love reunion, that's cute. Mm-hmm. I like that. Have you ever had one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, when I, <laughs> I used to go home, And I had a man there, and he would always pick me up in the airport, and he would always have a Diet Coke waiting for me, which, like, that's my love language. That is your love language. But then we would stop at In-N-Out, and we would sit in the parking lot and, like, eat it in the car and, like, just catch up quick before we, like, drove the hour or whatever home. And that was always just... I looked forward to that because I knew that's exactly what we were going to do, and it just gave us an hour to, like, sit there and chit-chat and, like, actually be able to look at each other while we're talking versus him driving and, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, it was just... And I always, I looked forward to it. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. That's, my, that's a good routine.
1: A little day cook, a little in and out. Exactly. Dry it's cute. Yeah, things to look forward to, like with your partner. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Then there's always like the other like little. i work on that. <laughs> the little things like I love when people rub my head. If I'm like laying oh, and like, somebody you like rubs my head. Oh, you love a good head rub. Yeah. Love a head you rub. i love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That always makes me feel loved. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, it's funny. You know what I've noticed I love giving? Here's some back scratches. Really? Yeah.
1: That's I'm sure BF like love appreciates language, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. I love it. So see, these things are just like so interesting because then when I think about these types of things, I feel like I want to be doing all of these things with like my person. Like I could not picture doing something that makes me feel so like intimately close to someone and then doing that same thing with someone else. Yeah. Like that's just like my style. Right. But For some people, it honestly works better for them if they can do one thing with one person and the other thing with the other. And, like, for me, sex is really important in a relationship. Like, I have a high sex drive. That's something that's probably, like, never going to change. And so if I didn't have a partner that, like, matched me on that, I think that really would cause a problem. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's where monogamish comes in. But have that conversation. Don't cheat. (laughs) do not cheat this is not about
0: cheating this is not a podcast that advocates cheating no do not
1: support it it's consent Have
0: conversations consent Talk and about agreement. It. yeah I like how you brought up couple therapy though I think like we just breezed over that but I feel like that could really change people's lives I yeah it'd be a cool thing
1: I think it's also important to like think about these things if you are in a relationship or you're someone who like has struggled kind of being full like all around like all all around happy in a relationship because you always maybe feel like something is missing, maybe this is for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that actually a way that you might be able to like figure out if this is for you. And maybe it's not to like this level of extreme, but there is a term called compersion. Have you ever heard that? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's the experience of feeling joy or euphoria from witnessing your partner's happiness and excitement about someone they're seeing. So this would be like, polyamory or like an open relationship somebody that's like actually dating somebody else like it brings you joy makes you happy for your partner to see them out experiencing someone new and being happy about it so like if that's something that you think suits you or you felt like you've experienced like some people like oh that's so weird like why would I be happy about my partner seeing somebody else there's a literal term for that wow and it suits some people and then on the other hand of that is a term called cuckolding Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that's the sexual version of that Where people, it's basically compersion, but it's people that like to watch their partner have physical sexual intimacy with somebody else.
0: That is so, these people don't know, they don't have jealousy.
1: Well, so it says jealousy will probably always exist, but can you manage it? How extreme is it? And can you talk through it? You're jealous, but you like it. Because there has to be boundaries. Like you would watch your partner have sex with someone else. But I'm sure there's certain things you don't want to see them do. For sure. So you'd have to talk about that. Yeah. So it's like not necessarily a threesome. Mm -hmm. Just like a bystander effect kind of.
0: You're sitting in the rocking chair watching.
1: But that some people really get their jollies from that. It's like a fantasy. And that people really agree on that and do it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you're someone who like one doesn't feel like they get overly jealous mm-hmm. Two, maybe like struggles fully connecting with one person or like three just has like a hyperactive sex drive where you want to be experiencing all these things maybe one of these realms is for you and I don't think there's anything wrong with that you just really have to figure out your best way to communicate it yeah
0: and you gotta find people I want to know how people find me, people that are like they can also
1: I think that would be hard I think you'd be surprised you think mm-hmm because I think if you're into it, then you're more open to, one, talking about it or, two, hearing about it. Yeah. And so then – and you would just – I feel Yeah, like I guess the stats. The
0: stats say otherwise, mm-hmm.
1: so you're right. Yeah. And there's some – like the, um, the monogamish thing is, like, people have boundaries where, like, if one partner travels for work often, then they're allowed to do whatever they want when they're not in their home city. Mm. But there's no foul play when you're in your home city. But if you're traveling for work, if you're just – out on your own fair game don't want to know about it don't want to hear about it your business that's that's quite the boundary mm-hmm. that's fun so it's literally just levels of communication and what yeah. you want to be okay with for sure mm-hmm. that's but I, cool this sounds like it, if it will work for you if you can be comfortable and happy this sounds like it could be extremely fulfilling absolutely i love it period all right If you or anybody has stories about this that you guys want to share, please DM us. I would love to hear some actual stories. I do know a couple of people that have dabbled in this type of thing, but not super personally and not super intimately. So I would love to know more if anybody wants to share. Please share. (laughs) I find this so interesting.
0: Honestly, if we had a guest that could talk about it.
1: Yeah, if you want to talk about it, DM us. (laughs) I honestly feel like I might think about this. I am so single right now. You guys like so single, like not even a single person in my (laughs) phone, but this type of thing may, like interests me. It, yeah, it's intriguing. Like I don't think some of this stuff is fully off the table for me. Truly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> me, I'm I'm not single, and I'm like hmm, I'm intrigued. Right.
1: <laughs> Something to talk about. Food for thought. Food for thought. Okay, All right. Stroll to the bowl. It's Let's, been a while. Oh 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 oh. We got a rogue one. We're orange. Oh.
0: <laughs> Just flicking them around. What
1: is it? What did your joy look like today? Honestly, my joy was, I went to therapy right before this, and my therapist said that she is proud of my level of self-awareness. Ah! Love her. Claps for Shelby. We love a self-aware
0: girlie. Yes. And I honestly feel like even the time I've known you, you have become way more self-aware. Thank you. And it's been a
1: beautiful thing to watch. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, she said that, and I was like, wow, I feel really good about that. hmm I love that. Yes. Yeah, it's really a, a big thing when your therapist says they're proud of you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> seriously. What brought you joy today? Started my morning off with a a little walk and a caramel macchiato. Mm. Mhm. It when was like pop- a nine thirty thing, you know. What I mean, when it's like the right temperature outside, you're like, oh, it just feels good and drinking the coffee. Love that. Yeah. I
1: haven't, I had, a, I haven't had one yet this week. The macchiato. Well, it's only Tuesday. You got time, really. True. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Treat yourself sooner than later, please. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know your thoughts. I'm so intrigued by this. As always, like, rate, subscribe. I will not bore you with the handles this week. But I will say, share this with your friends. Share it with your girlfriends, your boyfriends, grandmas. Your dogs, Send it around literally everywhere. We appreciate y'all and we will see you next week. Bye. See ya.